The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Today I'm going to be preaching to you a message I call, You shall neither sow nor reap. You will not sow or reap. And uh, I will soon explain, you will not sow or reap so that you can understand what it means. But God allowed the Jubilee because in the Jubilee period, um, when people are to return everybody's property to them, it, it, it was a way of making sure that the rich is not too rich and the gap between the rich and the poor just kept increasing and increasing so god said i'm going to do a jubilee and when i do the jubilee i'll be able to close this gap between the poor and the rich so god's command you shall neither sow nor reap is a divine provision that gave the poor and the vulnerable a chance to survive that was the opportunity to survive because the, the poor man is sitting there and he, he's like you know what Every 50 years, my land will return to me. In the year of the Jubilee, don't reap or sow. The whole thing was because of the poor. A divine provision that gave the poor and the vulnerable the opportunity for them to also um, survive. In the sabbatical year, the people, they neither sowed nor on the land nor reaped in it. To put into bands for storage now that means there was a kind of a reaping they, they didn't sow as for sowing seed they didn't do but some of the crops grew on their own during the sabbatical year on the field and the people could go and you could go and harvest that the only thing is that you are not supposed to harvest and put it in your bands you could reap but when you reaped it you were supposed to go home and eat it for today or tomorrow, but you don't store it for one month. You don't store it away in your barns for two months and for three weeks and so on and so forth. So you just reaped it and then you, you went home, you prepared it and you ate it and that was it. Now, the, so the land produced, produced naturally. So in the Jubilee year, if there was... A peanut farm it will produce peanut on its own barley will come up you realize that there's some barley naturally on the ground you realize that some wheat naturally is coming up on the ground and the things that grew naturally naturally belong to everybody so anybody could go there and harvest and you have no right to stop somebody and say oh this is my farm or that is your farm no everybody just went back to your original land and whatever was there and it was growing naturally you harvested your thing 
and you began to eat it was a good year because it was a year in which you were eating things you didn't plant things you didn't sow you didn't weed you didn't farm you didn't labor you didn't struggle but you had the opportunity to eat and i was thinking today that this is one of the biggest struggle of humankind people are not sowing they are not reaping into barns you can reap wherever you want where you didn't sow but i, I realized that in africa we we have a popular thing we say that 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 person is a cheat he's trying to reap where he didn't sow then they will insult you and they say you are trying to reap where you didn't sow as if reaping where you didn't sow is a crime today i came here audaciously from the scriptural point of view to tell you that in the season of the jubilee in the time of mercy in the time of grace god gives you the mandate to reap where you didn't sow and i pronounce upon somebody's life today if only you can receive it that receive the grace to reap where you didn't sow it is a righteous act of god for you to reap where you didn't sow it is a righteous act of god for you to reap where you didn't sow um in africa it is very difficult to um to accept the fact that you are reaping where you didn't sow augustine you know that um whenever you are eating in your house and your neighbor visits you in the house and you tell your neighbor oh i'm having some dinner can you join me the first thing they say is it's okay it's okay and then somebody comes to your house you ask them for will you have some water they are thirsty but they'll tell you water is okay when you want to give somebody money the person is like oh no it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay in fact giving is a problem for many of us but i can tell you receiving is a bigger problem for many people sometimes you feel guilty for receiving you feel guilty you feel bad you go to a church and a, a pastor feels guilty for receiving an offering you feel guilty oh especially if you're a man and you are broke and your wife wants to help you out by stretching out some ten dollars to you or some 10 Ghana cities or some hundred naira you are like no it's okay but you know you need it one of our biggest problems is how to receive that is how even grace we can receive it he said by his stripes you were healed in fact people prefer surgery to receiving healing from God so when they say you have an operation a surgery next week we are going to take axe pickaxe shovels and dig into your stomach for you to be healed human beings will be like oh yeah 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 thank god for the miracle but you tell the same human being by his stripes you were healed they can't believe it when you say he became a curse that you might be a blessing they can't receive it human beings are used to things that are difficult things that are hard they are used to suffering so when you see somebody the person has just built a very nice house people are, where, where did he get the money from where did he get the money from and then 
when you say it's the grace of God, God's mercy, God's goodness, they are like, ah, ah, is that how God's mercy works? But I'm, I'm telling you, if the person was digging the ground every day, digging the ground, breaking up stones, carrying stones on the head, then they'll be like, oh yeah, that is the way to be blessed. But as a matter of fact, sweating and eating from the ground with the sweat of your head was a curse. Before the curse on Adam, God did not intend for us to struggle the way we struggle for our daily bread. I have heard people talk, well, a big man sits in an air-conditioned room and he's just sitting in the air-conditioned and the laborer is rather outside and the, the big man is in the office doing the thinking but at the end of the month, the big man received more money than the laborer who was digging and they are like, oh, the man is just sitting in the office and, and doing nothing and the laborer is rather working and the big man is receiving money no, the big man is sitting in the office with the grace of his brain he, he, the big man has learned how not to sweat but still eat in the same way if you have faith in the same way if you understand grace you will eat without sweating and I'm praying that the rest of this year you will get this message so clearly that after today you will begin to reap where you didn't sow look at Leviticus 25 and the verse number 11 and 12 the bible said a jubilee shall that 50th year be unto you you shall not sow neither reap that which groweth of itself in it nor gather the grapes in it of divine undress this thing means you will not sow on the land and you will also not reap that which grows by itself to put in bands the right interpretation of this thing is that you are reaping it to put into bands not if you are reaping it to go and cook and eat that one is not a crime and, and it's not breaking the command but if you reap it to go and store and go and hide it that one is the one that is an offense against the command but to reap it to go and eat was a right thing to do he said in that year of the jubilee you shall not sow neither reap and the, the, the word sow there means you will not exert labor you will not exert labor you will not toil you will not be in pain you will not put in too much effort to be able to get your food to eat and the verse number 12 says for it is the jubilee and it shall be holy unto you you shall eat the increase thereof out of the field so you are not sowing but there's increase you are not sowing but there's increase so this year 2020 many of you are not sowing but may you have the increase your, your, your shop is locked up but may you have the increase your church is shut down but may you have the increase your ministry where you normally gather is closed down but may you have the increase your your business is shut down but may you have the increase this can be the greatest year you have ever entered 
that you are not sowing that means you are not working very hard you are not reaping that means you are not aggressively trying to accumulate something and put it away somewhere yet you will eat of the increase of the field i see somebody your ministry is increasing your your business is increasing your your family is increasing so in the season where you are not sowing there's talk there's a talk about increase and there's a talk about you eating out of the increase now people it is a righteous thing for you to reap where you didn't sow the reason is this people other people have exploited you over the years over the years you have been exploited every one of us under the sound of my voice can remember years when people exploited you a lot you were exploited a lot you were exploited you were digging you were weaving you were farming sometimes it wasn't you personally but your your, your relatives your ancestors were digging and they were working and, and those of us who are africans under the sound of my voice you remember the way our ancestors were in the slave trade and all that so if they were in the slave trade and they went into other countries and they were digging they were working they were building cities well this is the time for you their children to reap where you didn't sow listen i I'm, i don't know what is coming in the future but every human being there is a time god has some mercy on you what God is indirectly saying is that there is a time when I have mercy on the poor person and I know how to preserve the poor person. And I declare on somebody's life in the name of Jesus. May God help you in this season to understand that it is time for you also to be able to reap where you didn't sow. Don't feel guilty about it. It is only fair for you also to reap where you didn't sow because there were times in your life when you were exploited by other people they exploited you and they never compensated you for your labor it is only fair for god to compensate you by making you reap where you did not sow it is only fair for you to also reap where you didn't sow don't feel guilty about it that that guilt is one of the things which makes people which, which makes it impossible for people to, to be blessed. People reaped where you sowed and denied you your harvest. Yeah, you did all the sowing and other people received the harvest. Uh, every one of us here has gone through it. Where you labored and when they came into the place to come and say thank you, they rather thanked another person and they didn't mention your name. Can I tell you these people? what you really deserve in life is very small look at your intelligence it's not very big look at your qualification it's not very big look at where you come from it's not a very prestigious place look at the amount of prayer you pray look at the amount of holiness you have look at the amount of righteousness you have everything you have in life which you can use to exchange for god's goodness what you have is very small so what you really deserve in life is small things if you will get anything big it must come by grace if you will get anything big it must come from reaping where you did not sow if god has to bless you today based on only the good things you did 
your holiness your prayer your righteousness if god has to bless you today based on only your faith i tell you what you qualify for is very small but thank god for the provision of grace that i'm able to do exceeding abundantly far above all that you ask or you think may you receive that mercy that grace of god in the name of jesus may somebody receive healing you don't have the faith for blessing you don't have the faith for grace you don't have the faith for an anointing you don't have the faith for receive it in the name of jesus reap where you didn't sow Reaping when you didn't so. You see, God is finding it difficult to bless us because of this sickness. It is a disease. Oh Lord, I'm not worthy. That is why I started this service by agreeing with you to saying, Who am I? Who am I to sing your praises? Who am I to worship you? It's your blood that makes a difference in me. And made a way to enter into your throne. I could not come near your presence. I could never sing your song. But the sacrifice on Calvary's tree Is the reason I can cry out today Imela Imela Oh Kaka Oh Yekerua Imela you know I have come to see that it is easier to sing about grace than to walk in grace oh it's very easy your grace and your mercy have brought me through I'm living this moment because of you I want to thank you and praise you too your grace and your mercy have brought me through no it's very easy to sing it but when it comes to walking in grace believers can take it they will beat themselves up they will scream and jump and shout they will get frustrated they don't believe in grace <laughs> you meet many people sometimes i joke with people i'm, I'm going to preach and then I, I say oh i want to give you my microphone today you are going to preach and they are like hey, hey. but you see the same grace with which somebody preaches is the grace you need to preach it's simple it's simple listen when you see a corolla car toyota corolla and that toyota corolla 
runs on petrol. And there is another car like a Mercedes. And the Mercedes runs on petrol. And you see another car. And the car is a Lexus. And it runs on petrol. If they line up at the filling station to fill their, 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 their cars with fuel, the petrol they give the Toyota, they will give the same to the Lexus, give the same to the Benz. In the same way, Ben Heen will receive the grace, the same grace goes to Archbishop Duncan Williams, the same grace goes to Dr. Menzo Otabal, and the same grace comes to Solomon Abuagi. It's the same grace, and every man has received the grace according to the measure. Every man has received the gift according to the measure of their faith. Now, so the thing about the grace is that the grace I'm receiving is not different from the grace you receive. It is our faith that determines the portion we take. So when they are filling all these cars with the fuel, the ability of the bears to consume the fuel will determine. So you see, their engine size now and the size of their tanks will now determine how much of the fuel goes into each car. So they call one of them two liter engine then they call the other one 4.5 they call another one five so what is your capacity your capacity determines the kind of faith and the kind of grace you pull out i'm praying that after today your appetite will be so big listen if you listen don't don't wait to deserve an aeroplane before you own you own one just, just believe God that you know what father where I've reached now I take it I receive it somebody today is becoming the owner of a house you didn't build it you didn't buy it you are receiving a car you didn't build. oh I'm saving money so that I'll buy a car who told you that it is only buying car that can give you a car you can receive a car as a gift oh Jesus you can receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, is that Pastor Robert I'm seeing at the back? Today they sent me the drawings of your church building up to the lintel level, and they are getting ready to put the roof on. Then you know what, Robert? I was talking to them last week, and they told me that I asked them, How about the floor? Have they bought the tiles for the floor of that church in the village? And they told me they said, Oh, daddy, because we wanted to minimize the cost because we wanted to minimize the cost we have taken the tiles out i told them no go back to that building and cost tiles in the building i need to see tiles in that village church you understand what i'm talking about so you know what you were not there you didn't ask for it but i was asking them to put tiles in that building is the same way somebody somewhere is believing god for something to be done in your life and jesus christ the supreme advocate is in heaven telling them this is the kind of house you must give them this is the kind of car you must give them this is the kind of land you must give them receive it wherever you are in the mighty name of jesus come on somebody scream it like i'm talking to you thank you lord God's biggest struggle with us is that we are always trying to get all the things we deserve. And then people have taken this thing, reaping where you didn't sow. 
it looks like a crime. Oh, you are trying to reap where you didn't sow. You are trying to. That is what grace is all about. That is what that is what mercy is all about. And when Jesus came on earth, he practiced and he taught sowing where you didn't reap. <laughs> He directed his disciples to reap where they didn't sow, where they didn't exert any labor. John 4, 35, read the words of the master. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already unto harvest. Verse number 36. And he that reapeth, receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto eternal life, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may receive, may rejoice together. Verse number 37. And herein is the saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. Verse 38 says, I sent you therefore to reap. He didn't say, I am sending you. He didn't say, I may send you. He said, I sent you. That means the thing really happened. I sent you. To reap that whereon you bestowed no labor. Other men labored and you are entered into their labors. He showed them to reap where they didn't sow. He gave them opportunity to reap where they didn't sow. He gave them the open door to reap where they didn't sow. And I'm seeing five things in this scripture. I'm seeing five things in this, in this simple scripture. Five things. The first thing I'm seeing is pronouncement. If you want to reap where you didn't sow, your pronouncement is very important. A pronouncement is a formal and authoritative pronouncement or declaration. A formal authoritative a formal or authoritative pronouncement or declaration. He said, say not ye. I say unto you. That means you must say what God says. If you want to reap where you didn't sow, you must start saying what God says. Pronouncement. Your pronouncement is very important. Say not ye. There are yet four months, then come at the harvest. Behold, I say unto you. Now, in other words, what God is saying is stop talking nonsense. Stop saying the kind of things you say. You know what people, some of the things we say sometimes annoy God. You are thinking about blessing and you say, oh, when the corona is over. God says, stop! Stop talking about when the corona is over. I can bless you in the midst of corona. So you know what? Once you are sitting down and saying corona, 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 others, others are saying hooray, 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 hooray. Because you know what? Some people have seen opportunity in the midst of the corona. It's the same way I want to speak to you and tell you. That what you say is very important. So Jesus is saying, don't say there are yet four months and the harvest comes. I am saying to you, I am saying, pronouncement. A formal or authoritative declaration, pronouncement, statement, announcement. What you say, what you say. So somebody lift up your hand and say, I boldly receive and reap where I did not sow in the name of Jesus. And come on, shout at him.
receive it where you did not sow and when you reap where you didn't sow people think you are a thief you yourself you declare yourself a thief so reaping where you didn't sow pronouncement everybody say pronouncement come on say pronouncement say pronouncement now so there is a time where what you say is more important than the work you do huh what you say at this point is more important than the work you do if you are a professor you are saying the negative things you are a banker you are saying the different negative things you are a lawyer you are saying negative things you are a pastor you are saying negative things the world is moving you are working for corona to end i prophesy your maximum prosperity in the midst of the covid and anybody who covid has brought to a standstill i declare the word of god upon you in the name of jesus may an anointing come upon you that you will understand that death and life are in the power of the tongue and you walk out there and start taking your blessing take your healing take your deliverance take your breakthrough Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com. Until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow, stay blessed with lots of love.